welcome to the Hall of Fame edition of RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Let me kick it off by bringing on my co-host to the legend himself. gentlemen, all dapper in his tuxedo for tonight's festivities, the one and only El Vacant. Hola, El Vacant. Hola, senor. Como esta? Look at you. You're like, like a big Mexican penguin. Yeah, let's see. I look, good pretty, I look pretty good dressed up. Do you know, do you know how hard it is to, to get tuxedos in my size? I, I, I'm, I'm sure they're ex- extremely hard. You probably had to go, borrow that from Shaquille O'Neal. It's like, that thing is huge. But, uh, but anywho, we are going to get started on the Hall of Fame festivities fairly shortly, ladies and gentlemen, here in the next few minutes. Uh, our first inductee will be inducted, but first, we'll get, to, we'll get some other things out of the way, and then once we're done with our first inductee, we'll start talking about tomorrow's Radiversary pay-per-view. So, El Vacant, if you would, read off the rankings that I have given you. Uh, get those sorry, I can do that. All right, so... Um... You know, you guys all know how it works. I don't have to explain this every week. Uh, currently, this list will be seven out of the ten matches. Seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Who knows those days? Patrick Sickle says, uh, you know, out of, out of death, ten, this, right? Okay, I got it. You good? Right, here we go. All right, in 25th place, we have Lady Vex. In 24th place, we have Boney. In 23rd place, we have Belt Collector. In 22nd place, uh, very soon to be Hall of Famer, Aggie. I'm sorry, you know, I didn't, I didn't point that out on 25th place. Also true for Lady Vax, my apologies. Uh, in 20, 21st place, we have the Hawkster Bully. In 20th place, we have Johnny Blaze. In 19th place, we have everybody's favorite X-Men, Nightcrawler. 18th place, we have, oh, look at that, the Redneck Avenger. And 17th place, we have Rattlesnake Ron. In 16th place, we have the Brick City Bard himself, Liam O'Shaughnessy. In 15th place, we have Killer Neptune. In 14th place, we have the unsettled Chris Cage. In 13th place, we have Kane the Governor. In 12th place, also one of our uh, soon-to-be inductees here, Hobo Ezekiel, clickety-clack, it's a Hall of Fame attack. In 11th place, we have yet another person about to get inducted, Claymore, the good Hall of Famer? I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I phoned that one in. I'm sorry. All right. In 10th place, we have the Paragon of Greatness. In 9th place, we have Hachachaz. In 8th place, we have Big Greg. In 7th place, we have Teflon Sheik. In 6th place, we have... Hola, Maeve. See you in a little bit. I mean, Laps already waiting for you. Congratulations on this. Uh, in fifth place, we have the immortal Griffith. 
In fourth place, we have Mithras, the title machine. In third place, we have, well, wait, that, this name doesn't make any sense in third place. Third place, simply the best. How does that even work? That doesn't even make sense. It's just, it's just fine. That's what it says. I'm going to read what it says. Third place, simply the best. In second place, we have bees. And in first place, we have tigress. So there you go. That's where everything stands. Seven out of ten matches. You know how you've been doing? You have the, you'll know how you did at the pay-per-view. You can do some math yourself. And we got, I mean, it's a very interesting top 25, seven out of 10 matches, still three matches left to go in there. So it can go a lot of ways. And I can tell you right now, uh, it's very close places on that top 25. It could, it could change like that. It doesn't, won't take much uh, for a couple of people to fall four or five places or people to climb four or five places. It's very close uh, all throughout the top 25. So we will find out here in just a few weeks who that who finished. But tomorrow's anniversary will be a big part of that as well. We'll talk about that uh, here in just a few couple reports to get to you. First of all, a tag team report from Unstoppabot. Uh, tags report congrats to Swords and Scimitars, who will be facing the tag champs hotness tomorrow at Radiversary. The final top five, six out of six rounds, are in first place, Swords and Scimitars. In second place, Hawkster and Mithras. In third place were Hotness, Dees and Tigs. In fourth place, Friendly Fire, Vex and Maeve. And in fifth place was Hellbound, Rattlesnake, Ron, and Devilson. The final top 10 has been posted on the main page under the tags top 10 scene. The new season of tags are still open for signups, but will be closing tomorrow after the pay-per-view radio show. And the extra points tournament is now also open for signups until Saturday, June 5th. All right. That is your report from Unstoppabot. Um, we will hopefully later in the program be talking to the first lady of anarchy, the cougar with her report. And uh, looks like that's oh, looks like that's going to be it for now. We will get to more reports later in the program. Um, but first, we are going to start with our we're going to induct our first Hall of Famer right now. Ladies and gentlemen, our first inductee has been uh, with RAWF a long, long time, one of the very first members into the company. Uh, and to induct him, he has chosen myself and Mr. RAWF. Uh, he is should be here somewhere. I'm here. Retribution time Cause the church that I went to 
as you heard, he is here, ladies and gentlemen. Judgment now. Uh, Aggie has chosen Judgment and I to uh, together induct him. So, Judge, would you like to start us off? We had class. I didn't go class. You know, first off, Aggie, everything here tonight has been sprayed down with fire-resistant foam. This way we're all safe on the desk, you know. Oh, and we have the fire department outside on standby as well, just in case. And while settling things, setting things on fire has always been one of Aggie's favorite ways of expressing himself, it's definitely uh, not one of the reasons he's being inducted tonight. No, no, he's not being inducted for that. But, you know, um, Aggie Hellcat, Sabian, uh, Pip, 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 what's his name? Pip Pippington. Pippipigen, Pippipigen, Hades Fury, or Blister Bomb. Like myself, he has changed his name several times during his career. But the one name that always stands out in my mind, and remember, is Al K. Helix. Al K., or as he likes to be called now, Aggie Hell Clown. It was Aggie who gave me my first break in GMing. And now look at me now. Look what I've achieved. Haggy was a wild one, from burning down different venues and causing havoc to others. When I heard Haggy was going to be inducted into the REWF Hall of Fame, I jumped at the chance to either induct him or have help inducting him. Either way, I knew I had to be here today to say something about this incredible wrestler. He's more than a wrestler. He's a friend. Haggy has also held some major titles here in REWF, as well as many other companies he's a member of. You know, way back in the early days of R.A.W.F., Aggie was pivotal in helping this company. He was once a GM in R.A.W.F. and ran an event he dubbed the Insane Mofo Division. Many of the details of that event escaped me except for the fact that Aggie actually crafted and gave away a homemade title belt to the winner of the event, uh, that being the Prince of Wales. Uh, thus giving Aggie the distinction of being the only ever R.A.W.F. GM to do such a generous thing. Alas, it was short, a short-lived event as Aggie had to give up his GM position for personal reasons, but still he has always been an avid supporter of RAWF since nearly day one of this company. Aggie also holds another distinction that has to be mentioned here. He was the first person to ever do a promo for RAWF via YouTube. He did several, in fact. Mm. The most infamous, of course, being the one in which he twerks to mm. Amadeus style. Mm. Oh, God. I'm trying to stop you, but why did you bring that up? My eyes still bleed just remembering that. <laughs> Would you rather me bring up the one where he kidnapped you and stuffed you in a box? Well, you got a point there. Anyway, that did make me feel like a Cracker Jack toy. <clears throat> but over the years, Aggie has been more than just a wrestler in R.A.W.F. He has been a faction leader, a manager, reporter and has taken, on us, taken us on some wild adventures and introduced us to many facets of his personality. He's even introduced us to the very entertaining love of his life, Moxie, all the while lending support and friendship to myself, to Judgment, and to many others. Aggie, we want to say thank you for saying something to me to give me a chance to learn how to work with Mike, to become on radio shows, to do what I do to now. Today we induct someone who was once my business partner at one time. He is also someone who has worked for me as a GM and someone who was important enough to help me build the Judgment franchise. It is an honor to assist Lord Amadeus 
in this moment to induct Aggie into the RAWF Hall of Fame. So without further ado, it is our honor and pleasure to introduce the newest member to the RAWF Hall of Fame, a man of many names, but the best of them will always be Aggie. I'm the fire starter. I'm the fire starter. It is me. It is Blister Bum. You thought I would not come and introduce him, huh? Hey, hey, Judgy. I just wanted you to say that uh, let's all not forget that, yes, the Aggie is the one that gave you your first chance in the in the WU, but you, your ass better believe that I was not going to miss being here, even though, once again, Wrestler Unstoppable sent me off to Afghanistan to wrestle Rikishi and his stink face. But that does not matter because I was once in judgment a little, what would you say again, the adenoid division in second class wrestling. And uh, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't miss this. To say uh, to Aggie, uh, congratulations, uh, RAWF, greatest company in all, all of uh, the world. And uh, judgment. Uh, haka laka, haka laka, haka laka. Kiss my ass, motherfucker. Okay, here you go. Here's Aggie. <clears throat> Sorry about that, guys. I guess Blister Bum couldn't <laughs> control himself there. <laughs> uh, thank you for the, the, the words. Seriously. Um, this, this is the honor that, um, that I, I've, I've looked for, uh, really since the beginning um I, I did a lot of things back in fbw and i was part of some pretty awesome things there and then when w came around and uh and it was a, a shift in the the personality of of what wrestling was with what we do now um i mean rawf uh there's just no place like it there, there's nothing out there that that will even compare to it um and yeah I, i'm the i mean i'm i'm gonna i'm a supporter of this from the beginning and and then to for forever i mean I, I, this place is just so unique full of so many awesome people including um the other inductees for this year's class uh lady vex somebody that i've known um for a very long time um technically we're technically we're family uh with my father being relic reed and her you know and then her father with them basically being cousins so um well deserved for her uh you've got hobo ezekiel um i think the greatest storyteller in the game um i you can't you you just can't there's nobody that's going to compare i mean we can all try we can put out some great promos we can we can tell some stories we can make some moments um, but that man uh, is the best storyteller that, that this game's got. Uh, then you've got Claymore, um, the good man, Claymore, uh, part of 
part of so much, uh, like myself, part of some great factions, um, part of this game uh, itself, Footprints, and uh, everything that he's done uh, and will continue to do. Uh, consistent, consistent wrestler, consistent storyteller as well, and just uh, overall well-deserved. Um, and then you've got uh, the tag team that's going to be going in as well. I know part of... I, I can firsthand talk about part of that being, you know, being in the same ring as that tag team and, um, and losing matches. And then also obviously, um, you know, my former tag team partner was a part of that as well. Uh, when we, and you know, he shared some of that wisdom and, uh, and we were able to win the tag team title. So, um, this year's classes, I don't know, LA, I don't know how you can top it. Uh, You've got a good mixture of a little bit of everything in there, and uh, and so I'm honored. Uh, I, I'm just I'm humbled. I'm honored. Um, I mean, I think uh, I think I've done I've done some things for sure. You guys mentioned it, but um, I, I think I may be the only fire policy in the history of the game. So I, I think that's gonna be up there uh, for me. But um, there's so many things. I'm, I'm married to Hellcat. Uh, you know, um, God, there's just so many different different things that have happened uh, that um, – anyway, yeah. So thank you both for being friends and, and for um, and for just sticking with me and all my 13,000 per- personalities. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Congratulations, Aggie. Well-deserved. And it has been a pleasure over the years having you in RAWF and taking us on the journey of Aggie the Hell Clown, as among others. Uh, thank you very much. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. And uh, I do want to throw out that that doesn't mean just cause, because you're a Hall of Famer, just because you become inducted doesn't mean that uh, your journey has been anywhere in, in a halt or anything like that. Uh I mean, as as Hawkster will see, uh, yeah, you're you're 21st, uh, one spot above me in the 25. But uh, tomorrow, I am going to put him through something he's never been a part of. Uh, he's he's put himself in a position that he will never recover from. Um, he has accepted a Hell's Frozen Overmatch, and he has no idea what's coming to him and Costa Nostra, uh, we're, we're just beginning. So, um, I, I will say I am, I am hoping that down the road that, uh, we'll be among one of the factions to be brought into the hall of fame, because once we get our hands on the tag team titles, um, we will never let go. So just want to add that. All in. right. Well, I know you're. I know you're in a hurry to go celebrate celebrate your induction. So, Aggie, uh, feel free to drop by, and there's some things I want to ask you later on in the down the line. But for one once more time, congratulations, sir. Welcome to the RAWF Hall of Fame. Thanks, LA Judgy. Uh, seriously, um, you know I, I love you guys, and uh, and uh, and uh, you know El Vacant. Uh, you know, I'll make sure that Moxie gives you some extra lollies. lollies. I know you like them. So, uh, with, oh, that being said, really do. <laughs> with that being said, uh, congratulations to the others. And 
as it was written, so it shall be. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was our first induction. Four more to go, one more tonight, and three more tomorrow night here on Blog Talk Radio, which we will be live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for. Uh, But as for our first induction, Aggie the Hell Clown, congratulations once again. All right, L Vacant. I tell you what, that's a good start for the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We'll have another one here. Towards the end of the in in the second hour of the program, but let's get back now to RAWF action and how we and what we need to talk about. First of all, uh, before we get into talk about Radiversary, I want to give everybody an update on the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament 2021. It started uh, just a little over a month ago, and uh, it started out with over 120 some people. It is now down to uh, last I looked, it is now down to 33 as we are waiting on one third round match before we go into the into the fourth round. The third round match is Redneck Avenger versus uh, Devilish PC. Uh, so, but the names that have made it to round four, we, there's some big ones. You have Lady Vex, the Immortal Griffith, Ricky Hot Rock, Lightning Leanne, Crypto Zoo Mauler, Wolfie, Bad Karma. Leo, Uncle Frank, Strangleheart, Tremaris to the Bone, Mave O'Hare, Cassie Joe, Marquise de Sade, 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 I always get that wrong, uh, The Beardy, you have Sassy Applebee's, The Paragon of Greatness, uh, Clinton McCleary, Brunette Strangler, Matt Radford, The Delinquent Skater, Denzel the Giant, The Cougar, M Ace or is Mace? I'm not, I'm assuming since there's a dash between M and A, it's M Ace. Honey Thunder Apples, Dick Von Thunderpants, Aaron McFadden, The Undertaker, uh, Menzino, Uber Vegan TPO, Johnny Blaze, and Prince. That is one hell. I mean, this one, this one's going to be a very interesting tournament. Some big names still alive in there. And there's a lot of RAWF, uh, RAWF uh, mainstays in there as well. So uh, good luck to everybody still in the Xanthor Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. It's going to be, I have a feeling it's going to get good now that we're into round four, almost into round four. All right. So L Vacant, let's now talk about Radiversary tomorrow uh, oh, live. Yeah, What's that? I said, oh, yes, let's. Yes, let's absolutely. Uh, it is going to be hu- a huge card on tap tomorrow uh, in Cleveland here in Fubar City. Uh, we're at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right now, which is. Have you walked around here? Walked around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Elvacan? No, see, see, I love it. It's beautiful. It is. It's a beautiful building. Beautiful display. Eventually, someday, uh, you know, I'll get my rifle place. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Oh hey, are you a rock and roller that I didn't know about? Oh no, I'm just talking about Hall of Fame in general. Oh, you, you, okay. I don't. I mean, no, not in this Hall of Fame. I mean, I was gonna say. I mean, I play a pretty good maraca. I don't. I don't. Well, that, there, there might be a maraca wing here. It's hard to say. It's a pretty big building. Sure but anywho, tomorrow's anniversary with its main event, the Immortal Griffith defending the World Heavyweight Championship against simply the best. 
It is going to be a huge matchup. STB had some interesting comments earlier today uh, about his matches, including this one against the Immortal Griffith. Uh, check that out. You go to the RAWF events tab if you haven't already read that. Um, yeah, I mean, Immortal- I, I, I'm going to guess, you know, Having uh, having paid attention to that, uh, you know, I've been coming on how cocky his name is. Apparently, he's just as cocky. Yeah, agreed. He, he, apparently, he is just as cocky. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you have to be to give yourself that name, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so. That being said, also, Mithras will defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against DW. That ought to be a good one. And then Luke Cage, or as he is called now, the Hell Machine, to defend against Tigress. That will be a really good match. Now, we know the Immortal Griffith won the Arsehole of the Month, so he will get to decide his opponent for the Men's Championship tomorrow. He has not informed me as of yet who his opponent is. Well, hopefully we will find out tonight when he, we talk to him in just a few moments. All right. Uh, also, Wildfire to defend the estrogen title against Hall of Famer and probably the greatest estrogen champion in RAWF history, the Cougar. She goes for a record fourth estrogen title reign uh, when she takes on Wildfire tomorrow night. STB, he has a very busy night. Not only is he challenging Griff for the World Heavyweight Championship, he's looking to defend the FUBAR City Championship against the quote-unquote mayor of FUBAR City Bees. Uh, that one should be very interesting. Uh, although STB uh, it claims that, you know, the FUBAR City Championship doesn't mean that much to him. It probably means more to Dees than him. He's still not going to let Dees get his hands on it. Uh, Maeve O'Hare defends her Midnight Hobo Champion against soon-to-be Hall of Famer Hobo Ezekiel. He's looking to have a big weekend. Uh, Knox Boogie puts his triple crown on the line when he faces two other Hall of Famers, the Paragon of Greatness, his good friend, and Dev uh, from the Renegades. Uh, Three Hall of Famers, one ring. We will find out what happens tomorrow for the Triple Crown Championship. Cassie Joe defends her multimedia championship against Slashy. Uh, Papa Shaker will defend the Powerball Championship against Simply the Best. Uh, so a big night for STB. This is, this is, if you had asked me two months ago if I would see STB in three title matches on one pay-per-view, I'd have had this, I would have said no, but STB has definitely been a major player over the last couple months. Uh, as Unstoppabot announced earlier, Hotness will defend their tag team titles against former tag team champions, the ones who dethroned Hotness on their first tag team title reign, Swords and Scimitars. There is no love lost between those two teams, let me tell you. Uh, Killer Neptune puts his Champions Choice Championship up against me. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the challenge. Uh, should be a good match against Killer Neptune. Whether I can be the one to unseat him as Champions Choice Champion after his very long reign as Champions Choice Champion uh, remains to be seen. Let's just say, like all other contenders, I have an uphill battle. Uh, anyways, also. 
uh, Hatfield and McCoy championship. It'll be Beast defending against Maeve O'Hare for the uh, these two have been battling at just about every pay per view over the very over the last few months. It's been back. Uh, Maeve Maeve looked to be uh, dominating in there for a while, but then Beast over the last couple of months has been beating her when the Hatfield McCoy titles on the line. Been a very interesting run between these two. Who wins this uh, matchup tomorrow for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship? We find out uh, tomorrow. All right. So those are the title matches we've got so far. We've still got a couple that need to be filled in, fill in the blanks. We'll hopefully get those answered, at least one of those answered tonight, if not uh, all of them. Also, tomorrow, Vending Machine of Pain. The very first ever Vending Machine of Pain match in, in R.A.W.F. history will be Liam O'Shaughnessy against the Lord of Pain, Mike D'Annunzio. And uh, earlier, I was informed exactly what uh, it means for the, the Vending Machine of Pain. It will be 200% health, hard, cool rules. And before each turn, a participant must go to the vending machine. There will be a vending machine. And type in a letter between A and E and a number between 1 and 4. The corresponding weapon must be used that turn. And apparently they have – and Liam has this chart here of what's all in the vending machine. Weapons that have been used may return remain in the ring or ringside area after use. So uh, I won't spoil what all kinds of weapons they got in this vending machine. Let's just say uh, it, it, it should be a very interesting match to say the least. Ambulance match. It'll be the unsettled Chris Cage taking on Marcus Conan. Marcus Conan looking for a little revenge on the part of for honoring IKP, who is out of action indefinitely uh, due to the actions of the unsettled Chris Cage. It'll be an ambulance match. The loser will be taken out on an ambulance. A million coin match. The Teflon Sheik taking on Moxie. Both of them putting up half a million coins. The winner walks away with a full million. Uh, Chris Sharp in the scene to take on Marcus Caliber in the Pandora's box of fun match. Uh, it should be interesting. And a Hell's Frozen overmatch, uh, Aggie referred to earlier. Aggie to take on former Cosa Nostra member Hawkster. Uh, try to teach him a lesson. Uh, there will be a tag team challenge now. If those of you have been paying attention uh, to REWF, uh, Nightcrawler. Cat Theo went missing a few weeks ago. Uh, the people who apparently kidnapped Theo have challenged NC and his partner, Hot Shot Chaz, to a tag match. If they can win, uh, they get Theo back. If they lose, then, then NC has to cough up a lot of coinage to get Theo back. Uh, the people, who, whoever they are, uh, will show up tomorrow for that tag challenge. It is a TBA to be announced apparently as those two will go are, are leaving it as a surprise. Um, and then in a, and then in a, in a rankings match, DFA has challenged Chris Sharpenstein. That will happen tomorrow as well. All right. So L vacant real quick. We'll talk more about these matches. But any particular match you wanted to touch on that caught your interest that you are really looking forward to tomorrow? Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to all of them. I mean, you know, we get to see if a certain person gets reelected as Hubar City Mayor. I, I, I kind of think that little gimmick, actually, I'll be honest. Um, 
you know, and we get we get to see, you know, you know, uh, the, the, the 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 Beauty and the Beast Part Seven Hundred and Forty Two, um, and uh, let's see, uh, you know, obviously we, you know, the main event is going to be straight up fire, um, you know, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a good night. And that tag team title match is going to be something else. The, these two teams have met on several occasions in the past with those tag titles on the line. Uh, they have no love lost for each other. Hotness and Swords and Scimitars, that could be the biggest tag team match in RAWF history. So, all right. So, with that being said, let's see if we can fill in some blanks. Let's talk to, uh, she has just arrived. She is your high voltage invitational and anything goes GM. She is the one and only. (laughs) (laughs) What doesn't kill you makes you Ladies and gentlemen, the first lady of anarchy, she is the Cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Good evening, L.A. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, and uh, so we do we have a challenger to Wolfie's White Lightning Championship tomorrow? Actually, we do. That will be Chris Cage. It was a very close season this season. In fact, it was the GM vote that decided the, the contender. Oh, all right. So the unsettled Chris Cage, a former White Lightning champion, wins the High Voltage Invitational. We'll challenge Wolfie tomorrow for the White Lightning Championship. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Cougs. So who does that leave? Who does that leave? We have Mithras. Okay. We have Mithras. <clears throat> Hobo, and Simply the Best, already confirmed for next season. If any of those three do not want their spot, please let me know as soon as possible. Um, We also have Kane the Governor going in. If he refuses his, if any of them refuse their spot, Uncle Frank will make it in. Okay. Awesome. Awesome job. Awesome job. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Coogs. Great job as always. Uh, anything to report Before from the anything? Leave... Go... Mm, go ahead. Before we leave high voltage, <clears throat> this is the second season since I've started doing this where somebody has counted out in every single match. <clears throat> That's not impressive. I can understand one or two count outs because of the time limit on the matches and the health that they are going up against. However, seven countouts is unacceptable. So, <clears throat> effective next season, if you count out more than half the matches, I will automatically give your opponents the maximum trash talk points because it's not fair to them that you're counting out 
and they don't get to trash talk. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a humdinger of a rule right there. Wow. Huh. Well, it takes a lot of work for us to set our matches up by hand like that, and it mm-hmm. takes a lot of work for the people that are fighting to trash talk, and there's nobody to trash talk. Yeah, if you're going, if you're just going to count out folks and you're in in matches and events that are this important, don't bother signing up. That's the way I see it. So, <laughs> but I agree all right, one hundred percent. All right, Coogs, anything to report from Anything Goes? Anything Goes, the semifinals will start either later tonight or tomorrow. <clears throat> we have, sorry, G, uh, DW moving on, Mithras moving on, Rattlesnake Ron is moving on, even though his opponent won the match, and that is because his opponent did not complete all of the requirements for the match, and Rattlesnake Ron did. Uh, We also have Simply the Mess moving on and Strangleheart. Their match will be the Greco-Roman match. It's body slam, hip toss, and moves from the hold category that are allowed. You must use a submission move before before you pin. No defense allowed. Now, and anything goes, just because it says no defense allowed does not mean it's no DQ. So if it says no defense, but it doesn't say no DQ, you can guarantee it's going to be set up old school hardcore, which means you can DQ if you use the illegal moves. All right. All right. Thank you, Coogs. Uh, anything else you have to say about either division before I, I let you rest that voice for a little bit? I will be getting the new scene started as soon as I get my promo picks done, and they will be a- available for sign-up within the next five days. All right. Thank you, Coogs, for all you do and all you've done over the last eight years in RAWF. Uh, great job as always, and stick around. We want to talk to you about possibly making history tomorrow night once again at Radiversary here in just a little while, okay? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so, with that being said, we have one that, that fills in one blank. Let's see if I can fill in another by talking to the man here uh, that will be in the main event defending his World Heavyweight Championship but he also has to defend his men's championship. And since he was arsehole of the month, that means as champion, he gets to choose who his opponent is. Let's find out from the man himself. He is the only in one.
Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith has arrived. Good evening, Griffith. <laughs> Good evening, Lord Amadeus. <clears throat> you sound to be in a chi- somewhat chipper mood, so... Uh, that's good. That's good. Um, it's Radiverts. How can I be in anything else other than a wonderful mood? And of course, here this in the night where we, we honor legends and we watch new legends be born. Indeed, indeed. And of course, you will become even more legendary in just a little while as you will receive. Uh, one of three people to receive a second RAWF Hall of Fame ring uh, as a member of Apex, but that'll be in just a little bit. First, I need first the big question right now is because you won Arsenal of the Month for the third time during your reign as men's champion, uh, you get to choose your opponent. Have you made a decision, sir? Uh, you know, I, I, I had said. I was going to give them to the second hour to, 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 to make their stake their claim, but no one has tried to make stake a new claim in 36 hours. So I think I'm going to call it good. We're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to say yes. I know exactly who I will be facing tomorrow for the men's championship. Ah, well, it should be, you had, you had quite the list of people join the scene uh, several of them made good made good arguments in my opinion. So I didn't think you had an easy decision. Who have you decided on? I, so I will agree with you before before we you know before we get to the reveal. I will agree with you. Uh, this may have been some of the best arguments anyone's ever made for themselves. Uh, you know, we've had people in the past try to you know try to come in and annoy me into picking them, try to kiss my ass into picking them try to like kiss my ass and picking them like like it's you know people have tried all these other things and never quite understood that you know I, I much like I am exactly what I say I am I mean exactly what I say um you know so when I say I want you to sell yourself tell me why you deserve the shot that's what I really want and, and this time multiple people kind of figured that out and made cases for themselves and they were strong cases for them I have to admit very strong cases, some of them even from avenues I did not expect. Um, but, you know, I, I, there's, a, there's a thing I appreciate, especially in younger wrestlers. I, I appreciate a certain level of, of cockiness, right? Not, not a ridiculous memory, of just, just that certain level of self-assured cockiness. And, and someone showed me that, right? And, and in a way that it wasn't, it wasn't offensive, it wasn't trying to mock anyone. It was just this self-assured demeanor. And, and I, I have no choice but to reward it because this person, they didn't actually wait for me to call this out. They called their shot before I actually won the tournament. When I was in the finals, this person made an interview for REWF Network, and he said, he wanted this shot if and when I won that tournament. And, and you know, that, how do I not give that the credit it's due? Right? How do I not do that? So, Chaz, you better lace those, belt, those, uh, those boots up tight, son. 
because you're under the biggest spotlight in the industry in the middle of the ring with the immortal one for the RAWF men's championship. Oh, so hot shot Taz. That's who you said, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, all right. Just going to confirm because I could, there were a lot of names floating around. Hot Shot Chaz gets his shot at the men's championship tomorrow. I think that's a good choice on your part, Griff. I totally agree with it. Uh, definitely not, you know, picking picking anybody easy because Chaz has been hungry. If if nothing else, Chaz is definitely hungry for Golden R.A.W.F. This is an opportunity of a lifetime, Chaz. You get it tomorrow at Radiversary when you take the on the Immortal Griffith for the men's championship. So, all right. Good stuff there. Uh, so, with that being said, Griff, that is only one of two uh, title defenses you have. You will be defending the World Heavyweight Championship against it's simply that the best. weird, only having two matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that. Uh, certainly... Uh, usually it's three or four for you here these days, but this one, that's, I mean, it could be a good thing that you get to only focus on two. So let's talk about Simply the Best. Did you see what Simply the Best had to say earlier today? Oh, oh, did I? Oh, absolutely, I, I did, sir. I am sure you would have a response then. Uh, well, uh, just before airtime, I did actually cut a, cut a response interview that should be being aired with our, with our, uh, pay-per-view promos now, but uh, I'm certainly happy to uh, reply to it here as well. See, I mean, yes, he he got to the main event at one of the biggest events of the RNWF calendar. We're just hours away, just hours away for him to be under the brightest spotlight he is ever been in in his career and this this fool he thinks that simply because he calls himself the best that he's gonna walk through me the single most decorated man in the history of this company the seven time World champion? I don't think so, STB. You are stepping into the ring with the proverbial brick wall. You think your career is soaring forward, nice and clean, right road to the top. (laughs) But you need to burst through this wall to get to the apex. And very few people have managed to do that. And frankly, I don't think you have what it takes. So come tomorrow night, under that bright spotlight, in the most high-pressure environment you will have ever been in in your piddly career, you will face the immortal, the God Slayer. Listen to the song when I walk to the ring, boy. I am exactly what they say I am. I am inevitable. (laughs) I am unstoppable. (laughs) And oh, so bad for you, son. I am immortal. 
and come tomorrow night, I will still be R-A-W-F, world motherfucking champion. Woo! Wow. That was definitely definitely some a harsh response to a very harsh uh, the things he had to say. It sounds like this is going to be one hell of a match tomorrow. You taking on simply the best and defend the men's championship against Hotshot Chaz. Uh, big night for you on tap, but we still got a big night for you here in just a little bit. Uh, go out and have a seat and relax for a little bit, and uh, you'll know when it's time to get back in here. My pleasure. All right, folks. Uh, Immortal Griffith sounds ready for Radiversary. We're going to take a quick song break. When we return, we'll be talking with the likes of Lady Vex, Mave O'Hare. Uh, more with a par- we'll talk with the Paragon of Greatness, uh, who will be inducting Apex. And then, of course, the induction of Apex into the RAWF Hall of Fame. All that and much, much more in the second hour. This is RAWF After Hours. On the Back to Basics Radio Network, we'll be back after a song and a and a word from our sponsor. Bruno's Pizza and Paylones. We know you're hungry, so pick up the phone. Fast finger Tony will cut you a slice. Show him the money, we won't be nice. Bruno's Pizza and Paylones. You better pay upper yeans and go in the hole. Pick of our cheese. We promise there ain't no hidden fees. Bruno's Pizza and Paylones. You better not be eating at Tombstones. Bruno's Pizza and Paylones. We know you're hungry, so pick up the phone.
are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the special edition, the special Hall of Fame edition of R.A.W.F. After Hours. Uh, L. Vacant, it is R.A.W.F.'s eighth anniversary. It's been eight years since R.A.W.F. was opened, uh, almost to the day, uh, actually. It was very, very close uh, here. But I tell you what, the last eight years have been something else. What's, What's one of your favorite moments of the last eight years? Hmm. I, I was pretty fond when I threw you into the third row. I don't like that one. Choose another one. Oh, okay. Um, I was pretty fond of when uh, uh, when I pinned you moments later. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's been, it's been a good ride. I mean, I, I clearly haven't been here for all of it. I've only been around a couple of years. Uh, but you know, it's, you know, so I have, I have fewer, uh, fewer memories, I guess to say, but, uh, you know, I, I've had some good times. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I've met some really lovely ladies. I've had some really fun, uh, interview sessions. We'll go with that. Um, that flight to Japan was really good. I like that. That was a great memory. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get to see much of that. That should have been on film. I have a feeling we'd all. No, I don't think it should have. No. Rated, no, rated well, I mean, not rated, uh, not fans, suitable, not suitable for all audiences. No, all right. <laughs> all right. you have to be this big to ride this ride. But tonight, in the first time for the first time in our eight years history, the first time in the Hall of Fame history, we do something uh, we have not done. We induct a tag team into the RAWF Hall of Fame. Uh, and tonight, uh, one of the greatest tag teams in R.A.W.F. history will be inducted. So let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, here to induct Apex into the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame is the the paragon of greatness. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the chance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block and I'm baptizing blood of the fallen. Keep it G. Go and have your family slam. Fuck around, beat it that kind of ground. Big dog way off the collar. Don't bother with the tank. Can't keep me like the way I need my face. Go and six feet deep. Where the dead man sleeps. With the rats that creep in my flesh. For hey, 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 now make it still sleep. Out of open wounds. Paragon? Yep. You know, just trying to compose myself. It's a, it's a big moment. You know, many people, including myself, thought that this day would never come. Some would have even said impossible. But that's the thing about Apex. You think something is impossible, and they proved you wrong every single time. Nobody could possibly win that many matches. It's impossible. 
Nobody could win that many titles. Impossible. Successful transition between three members? No way. Maintaining not just competitive, but the literal apex of singles prowess while simultaneously and seamlessly carrying non-tag team duties? Impossible. And yet, Apex did it. I'm not going to lie. You know, when I was approached about inducting Apex into the RAWF Hall of Fame, thinking back on our history, I wondered if somebody was ribbing me. And then I, I took a moment and I thought about it. And I realized how much of an honor it would be for myriad reasons. You know, when it comes to Mordron Nightwalker, uh, many people, including probably Mordron himself, have no idea how instrumental he was in my own and many other people in RAWF's early careers. When I first decided to test the waters on RAWF After Hours, I was a timid guy. Uh, You know, I was never one to speak out of turn. I was barely able to string together three sentences without writing them down first. And it was Mordron who gave me the encouragement to keep at it. He pointed out what I was doing right and what I was doing wrong. And when the time came to promo head-to-head, he knew when to step on the gas and see how I adapted, and he knew how to pump the brakes when I was struggling. And it's not just me. Over the time I spent acclimating to the RAWF scenery, I saw it countless times. Mordron would tear a hole through your soul on the microphone, on the live broadcast. And then when the show would close, he'd let you know how great of a job you did. He'd provide coaching and advice that was invaluable to any newcomer. And that that ability to never let up but always provide a net is something special in this environment. (laughs) And then... There's judgment. Uh, There's nothing I could say about judgment that a million random word generators couldn't say better. I'll tell you something, though, about judgment. Sometimes it takes a little time to get on his good side. But once you're there, judgment is the most generous and creative guy that I know. I could literally write a novel of all of the different ideas that judgment has pitched over the years, and every time it takes a creative angle that I would have never thought of. And every time, every single time, it is designed to help out whomever he's working with, not himself. And it's, you know, it's funny because on paper, Judgment may not have seemed like the best fit for a unit like Apex. We're talking about a deadly serious, tear your head off your shoulders, flinch at the sound of our name tag team, and then you add Judge. One of the most colorful and entertaining characters to ever grace the ring. He's deceptively talented as a singles performer, but Judge has always been more known for his antics and his ability to stir the pot, and this should have never worked. Yet through this team and other faction associations, Judgment proved to be a perfect fit in practice, the right blend of levity and gravity that made this triad stand out as not only the most brutal competition in the tag team division, but an honest-to-God Hall of Fame-worthy team from memorable segments and moments alone. And finally, we come to the immortal Griffith Babion. At this point, every accolade in the book's already been awarded to the man. I mean, hell, they had to add pages to the book just to give him more. And there's no secret that in front of the camera, he and I have had, and will likely continue to have, the most enduring rivalry perhaps in the history of RAWF. And there is no better compliment than to be considered a rival of the very best. In past RAWF After Hours interviews, I've listed the countless achievements he's obtained. 
I've recounted the horror stories of the type of brutality that he can bring to you inside of the ring, and I've expressed just how difficult the nigh-impossible task of actually defeating him, especially for any gold, truly is. But what I haven't done is express how professional the man is. There is nobody I trust more to carry a promo, and nobody a greater pleasure to work with than the immortal Griffith. The man is a world-class wordsmith, and he's fully aware of how to maximize the heat in any given situation. When Griffith wants to scare his opponent on the mic, he chills you to the bone, and when he wants to make you laugh, he can improv on his feet better than anybody in the studio. And by God, when he wants to put you over and sell a match, people are going to be damn sure invested. And that's just the individuals. When you combine these three elements, you have a world-beating triumvirate that to this day cannot be matched. Apex set the bar for tag team wrestling, they set the bar for singles wrestling, and they set the bar for character work. The contributions Apex have put into the foundation of RAWF is immeasurable, providing more than just a standard of excellence for which the company's reputation could be built upon, but more importantly, providing perfection in the way of giving every single roster member that has entered the door since a template for how to do it right and how to push to constantly and consistently improve. If you want to talk about a Mount Rushmore of RAWF history, you're going to be looking at Mordron Nightwalker, Judgment J. Esquire, the immortal Griffith Davion, and an arrow pointing back to those three again. There simply could not be a tag team wing of the RAWF Hall of Fame unless it started at Apex. You know, some people said it would be impossible to have a tag team wing. Some people said that it would be impossible to assemble Apex once more, even if there was. And some people said it was impossible for anyone to be awarded not one, but two Hall of Fame rings. With that said, I'd like you all to join me in the honor of watching the impossible come true one more time, and welcome into the RAWF Hall of Fame, Apex. Yoo-hoo! I'll make you famous. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think?
Ladies and gentlemen, Apex. <laughs> What's old is new, my friend. What's old is new. Hello? Are you there? Are you are you okay? I mean, we we can go back to old school and Apex can just take over the show. Okay, hold on a second. Wait a minute. You're all three coming on, right? That's my understanding. Okay. Where so Mordrin, are you there? <clears throat> what the fuck is up? There we go. And Judge? Oh, hi. <laughs> Gentlemen, oh. congratulations. You are the first three members of the RAWF Hall of Fame to be two-time members of RAWF Hall of Fame. Congratulations to all. Uh, so I will start with you, Judge. How does it feel? Uh, it's, 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 it's still... It's still... Still wow! I mean, I still like, I can't really put words in it because it's it's something I never thought I would be at uh, part of the apex with these two guys, uh, you know, coming on with them and, and taking helping them uh, doing what I had to do. Uh, got my ass kicked a couple times, but hey, training was worth it with these two because they they taught me what I needed to learn and taught me a lot of the ropes and I owe a lot of my career to them and, and what they've done. And I just thank them for seeing something in me to give me a chance to join them and carrying, uh, carrying my, my weight that I needed to carry when I need, needed to do it, step up to the plate when I needed to. So thanks, guys, for that. All right. Thank you, Judge. Mordrin, how does it feel to be a two-time R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer? Um, in a lot of ways, I, I don't know if it's fully set in yet, very... Uh, Humbling to say the least. I mean, it's on one hand, I'd say it, it's fitting everything Paragon said that we did to be the first team to go in and the first, you know, two-time people. So we were in the first class to begin with, and working with both these guys, Griff and I got this rolling. And when I had to deal with my personal demons, Judgment jumped in without missing a beat. And even though I was dealing with my stuff, it was awesome to see the work both them were doing until I was able to come back and be a part of it too. And some of the best times I could probably say in my RAWF career have been working with these two, definitely the most fun times and the biggest parties, but some of the overall best times I would definitely say. So I mean, thank you to the committee. Thank you to both these guys for, you know, for the years for the run, for everything we did, and thank you to the company itself. And last but not least, the immortal Griffith Griff, how does it feel? Uh, you know, I'd said when you'd asked how, you know, what it meant to me that it was happening, and, and, I, and I think I gushed at length, but I, I, don't, I don't think it really uh, gave it gave it its due credit like now that it's here now that it's actually happening I, I I'm a little a little speechless which is sort of rare for me um pardon me while I just have a little rum here um so 
I, I, I kind of want to go back to some because uh, first of all, I want I want to thank uh, Paragon for that uh, that induction. That was that was great. That was that was amazing. So thank you very much. Um, you know, in in your uh, in your in your induction, you kind of said you know you were sort of surprised uh, that you were asked to do this, and uh, I got to tell you. When the committee reached out to me to say, "Hey, we want to do this," uh, I was the one that was asked to kind of talk to all the members because it's it's no secret, uh, you know, the, the group had its issue at the end, and not there's not a lot of conversation up until recently. Um, but I was asked to be the one to reach out, and I did it, and we all talked, and it was universally agreed that the only person who could really induct us was you. Uh, and, and there's several reasons for that. Um, but one of them is because there has been no voice louder than yours in the RAWF in saying that there needed to be a Hall of Fame wing for tag teams. Every year, you push and push for that. And you are at sometimes the only voice doing it. Um, and without you, we would not be getting this honor right now. So it seemed fitting that you'd be the one to do this. But there's another reason. And I think, and gentlemen, please, if, if I'm not speaking for you, please say what you have to say, but I believe I am. Um, when Apex was at the top of the mountain, when we were doing what we were doing, setting these records, doing the impossible, as you said, the only team that was really pushing us to be better and better and better was yours. The thing that made us keep climbing, keep raising that bar, was you. And whichever tag partner you had at the time, be, you know, which member of the Brotherhood you were tagging with. Uh, so, again, who better than to, to induct us than the person that helped make us what we are or were? Um, so off from Paragon and down to us, I guess. Those were some crazy years. I came into this company, and there's no secret, I, I came in and I shot my mouth off like only I can, and I started putting boots to ass. And I made no apologies for it, and I was climbing up the ranks, and I was doing things I thought no one had ever done before. But I kept hearing this thing, kept hearing it everywhere I went. Is he the next Mordrin? Is he the next Mordrin? Is he, wow, he's like Mordrin. And I'll be honest. I didn't know who the fuck Mordrin was. But then I heard Mordrin's coming back. Oh, that ought to be a great fight. Mordrin and Griff. Mordrin and Griff. Oh, my God. That's going to be an explosive. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I finally pulled L.A. aside and said, who the fuck is this guy? And he told me. And I went and did what I do. And I studied tape. And I said, holy shit. I hope I'm the next fucking Mordrin. And then I met him. It was it was just a past meeting. He happened to be in the building. I happened to be in the building, and we met. And he had heard about me, and I had heard about him. And you would think, right, two two cocks of the walk meeting each other in the back. You'd figure it would get explosive. It would get ugly, but it but it didn't because you had two guys that were so secure and how good they are that they didn't need to prove anything to each other. And what we ended up doing was going out and get a fucking drink. And at the end of that night. Instead of a war forming, 
an apex formed. And we went on to be the most dominant tag team this company has and will ever see. And like he said, there was a time where he had his own issues and he had to go deal with something. And a member of our faction stepped up and said, look, I can help. And that was judgment. You know, and I'll be honest, I had my questions, right? I was not sure, like, I love judgment like a brother, but he's not Mordrin. And the reason Mordrin and I worked so well in the ring is because in many ways, we're the same person, right? We always knew what the other one was thinking. We knew how each other fought. Judgment, I don't, look, I've known Judge just as actually longer than I've known Mordrin. I still to this day don't know what the hell he's thinking anytime, like, unless there's a bag of Doritos there. And then I know he's thinking about Doritos. That's about it. Um, but but I gave him I gave him the chance. I said, let's do this thing. And he stepped in and he performed better than I can ever imagine. And he and he added something to the mix that wasn't there before. It, it, he he made it I don't want to say it was never fun, but when when the <laughs> when the Boots and Blood tour was on the road, that's what it was about. And there there was no there's very little humor involved in that tour it it was exactly what it said it was it was two men coming to town doing business and taking taking what they damn well saw fit to take and then there was judgment who somewhere along the way made it so you could laugh right i mean we it was still successful it was still powerful it was still dominant but that was fun right and then then word came back but he'd been watching, and he was just like, "No, we like, no, we got to do something. I can't, we can't just kick Judge to the side. We got to, we we got to do something." So we approached LA and said, "We we want we want to go by uh, what was the term was the term you used free bird rule uh, something I don't know." But he 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 you know he's more of the historian of the of, of the industry. But he came he talked about this old old group back in the day that they used to all wrestle and like any two could defend the belt at any time. And he said, "We want to do that." And he, <laughs> LA kind of hummed and hot about it, but then he said, sure, why not? And then we went forward. And uh, and honestly, I, I have to agree with Morgan. It was probably the most fun I've ever had doing this business. That time was wonderful. And the fact that we can now be celebrated for what we accomplished and uh, and go forward, you know, maybe leaving some of the bad side behind and just remembering the good parts. That's important. So thank you, REWF. Thank you to the committee. Thank you, Judgment. Thank you, Morgan. Cheers. Cheers. All right. It's been a pleasure. So, Griff, here is your second REWF Hall of Fame ring. <laughs> Look at that. It's kind of nice to be a here is yours. Ah, thank you. Wow. And judgment here is yours. Congratulations, gentlemen. Uh, the first tag team to ever be inducted into the RAWF Hall of Fame, as well as first three people to be two-time RAWF Hall of Famers. Gentlemen, congratulations. It's been well-earned. And uh, your po- your plaque has been posted in the RAWF induction scene and will be posted in the Hall of Fame scene here in the coming days. So... Congratulations to all three of you, and uh, yeah, God bless. 
Oh, thank you very much. Thank you guys again. It was a hell of a run, hell of a ride. All right. That was our yeah. second. <laughs> that was our second induction of the night. The rest of the RAWF Hall of Fame inductions will be tomorrow night live here on Blog Talk Radio, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Radiversary pay-per-view. And so, yeah, all vacant. We made history tonight. Feeling good. We still got a lot of show to go, however, and a lot of people to talk to. Uh, I'm going to bring the Paragon of Greatness back, if I may, Paragon. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, tomorrow, Triple Crown title match. Your good friend and brother, Knox Boogie, along with Dev. Two other Hall of Famers in the ring with you. Three R.A.W.F. Hall of Famers for the Triple Crown Championship at Radiversary. Eight years old is R.A.W.F. Tell me what kind of Triple Crown title match I can expect tomorrow. Uh, you want to talk about tag teams. You know, <laughs> This is a perfect example and a perfect transition. Myself and Knox Boogie, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, I think a lot of people would say that we've picked up the mantle where Apex had left off, and in that same vein, uh, many a time you saw Mordred Nightwalker and the Immortal Griffith face off for championships. They didn't hold back. They always wanted to show the world what kind of match that they could put together, and that's the exact same situation with myself and Knox Boogie. Uh, We've got ourselves a, a triple crown championship match that there will be no bias for our tag team partner. We're not going to be trying to stack the odds. And then we've got our opponent, Dev, a bona fide Hall of Famer who can absolutely go toe to toe with us in any given match. I think that sneakily this match may have flown under the radar a little bit, but this is this is a match to watch for the pay per view because we have got three Hall of Famers and a match that is going to absolutely tear the house down. Indeed. I do believe that too. Three R.A.W.F. Hall of Famers for the coveted Triple Crown Championship at Radiversary. It's going to be a fun one. Good luck to you, sir. I know it will be, make you at least a two-time Triple Crown Championship. I know you've been Triple Crown Champion at least once. Uh, am I correct, or has it been more than once? Uh, I believe it's once, but it's a significant championship run for me. Uh, the Triple Crown Championship was kind of the title that legitimized me in the RAWF. I, I spent a little bit of time uh, in my early goings. I won a couple of the event championships, but none of the rankings titles as I was kind of getting my footing in this company. It was the Triple Crown Championship where I, I really made my name and, and got my first serious run with the championship. I felt at the time that I had done everything I could to elevate that championship and make it feel special. I, I would put over that championship more than I would put over myself or my opponent at the time. I, I really, really cared about that. In fact, it may be barring my world championship runs, that triple crown championship run at the very beginning of my career may be the most significant championship run within my memories of RAWS. And just looking it up here, yes, it's only, it was only one time, but it is the longest Triple Crown title reign in RAWF history, 217 days. You won the title from Godric Mandevil and Killa Neptune at Unyielding in 2016 and held it until Graveyard Smash of 2016, 
when you when Wildfire beat you and Joe Smith for the Triple Crown Championship. So, yeah, 217-day reign with the Triple Crown. It stands as the record right now. So that to this day. So it has stood the test of time, as have you. Uh, over these past few years, of course, you've been a mainstay. You've been a very big part of R.A.W.F. Um, talk to me about what your favorite moment in R.A.W.F. has been, or, or even one or two of them, if you'd like. Well, I mean, but let's put aside any of, any of my championship runs. Of course, those are all special moments. And, hell, let's even put aside um, what I've just had to say about Apex. I've told, I, I just went at length about how how much of an influence they were, how entertaining they were at the start. And let's get to the heart here of R.A.W.F., one of the things that has really stuck out to me over the years and the thing that has made me stay and constantly want to be a part of R.A.W.F. and its evolution, and that is being able to come here on R.A.W.F. After Hours every Saturday uh, – it's amazing to me the ability that you've had to be able to keep the schedule, almost never canceling a show, uh, always putting together these chaotic productions over the course of two hours every week, and it seem, you make it seem easy, and I know that it's not. I know you always have to have that Excedrin nearby because of all of the chaos that could happen, and it's it's always been a wonder to me to to watch all of these people, including myself, evolve over the years so, you know everyone when they come in at first they they're a little bit timid and they're they're maybe a, a little bit shaky on the microphone they don't know what they're doing and to watch people as they get comfortable and and they they become the character that they wanted to be and to really find their voice it's something that to this day amazes me and will continue to happen going forward as we bring in new people into the after hours family all right. Well, thank you, Paragon. I, I take that as a com- sincere com- a compl- a compliment. Uh, so with that being said, good luck to you tomorrow at Radiversary Triple Crown Championship match. It'll be the you challenging you and Dev challenging Knox Boogie. What Hall of Famer will walk out with the Triple Crown Championship? We find out tomorrow. Thank you, Paragon. Thank you. Next up. Uh, she goes. She will be inducted into the RAWF Hall of Fame tomorrow night at Radiversary. However, we'll get a few words from her tonight because I'm sure uh, she would like to know who she's facing tomorrow at Radiversary. Let's t- bring on the only in one.
Ladies and gentlemen, soon to be R.A.W. Hall of Famer, Lady Vex now joining us on After Hours. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, L.A. How are you? Such a splendid gown. How did you choose that one for the for the festivities tonight? <laughs> roll the dice. Always roll of the dice. <laughs> you know, I figured, what? you know, there's, it's not my night tonight, but at least I should show a little bit of respect and look good, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, with that being said, uh, we you don't have a scheduled opponent, so I guess that means we have to go to the wheel. Uh, would you would you like to spin the wheel and find out who at anniversary your opponent will be? Oh, I was going to go with the drum solo tonight. You want the drums? I got the dr- I got the Can drums I? right here. I'm always happy to uh-huh. do a drum solo. Always happy to do a drum solo. Hold on, get them. I'll make it. Pass me that drumstick over there. Here you go. Thank you. Appreciate it. Here we go. Hmm. Okay, before I tell you who you're fighting tomorrow, let me ask you a question. <laughs> if you had, if you had a choice, if you had a choice of an opponent tomorrow for anniversary, would you prefer it to be? Someone who's been in REWF for a while, or, or or maybe an up and comer. Who? What kind of opponent would you like for tomorrow? You know, since it's um Hall of Fame season, I you know the we probably should go with somebody that's been here for a while. But you know, I there's a lot of new people that could really use the spotlight of being in the ring with me tomorrow. Um, huh. let's go with the newbie. You, you you want a newbie? Well, that's what you got. As you tomorrow on on at Radiversary, you take on the belt collector. <laughs> All righty. Calm down. Uh. Calm, calm down. It'll be okay. <laughs> this is me being nice. Look at me. I'm so nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a feeling that that would be the reaction I got. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> to be fair, Bell Collector is not doing too horrible in RAWF. He's, right? he's in the top twenty-five. So I mean, this is this is could be a very key match as you are still as you are well in the top twenty-five. So there there will be something uh, on the line, I think, tomorrow when you take on Belt Collector. Oh, there will be something. Oh, line. All right. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've I've not had a a you know easy run of my matches this this week uh, month. You know, it it could just be that he's had a really easy run. That first loss to Cougar was absolutely insane. I thought I had her down three times, and she just kept coming back. I've, it's been one of those months where. You think you've got the match, and it, it, then I don't. <laughs> so uh, I'll make sure to put Belt Collector out of his misery. <laughs> I'm sure you. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. And I know firsthand what it, what, what 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 you're capable of. Is I'm still feeling the effect. I, that sh- my shoulder still hurts from But anyway, um, you shouldn't have brought the box with you. No. I shouldn't have what? You shouldn't have brought the box with you. I, I wouldn't have hit you so hard. 
I brought a box with I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyways, mm-hmm. Vex, good luck to you against Adult Collector, and we will see you tomorrow when you get inducted into the RAWF Hall of Fame. Um, looking forward to it. Absolutely. So am I. All right. So we now know Lady Vex's opponent for tomorrow at Radiversary. She takes on Belt Collector. Uh, if he wants to have a chance of living up to his namesake, he's got to get past an RAWF Hall of Famer. Can he do it? We find out tomorrow at Radiversary. Next up, I'm going to bring back the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. Cougs, are you there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow, a chance for you to once again make R.A.W.F. history. You can, you are facing wildfire for the estrogen title, the title you know very, very well, as nobody has held that title more than you in our and over the course of entirety of R.A.W.F. history. But tomorrow you can add to your record as you could be the first person, first lady to win it four separate on four separate occasions. Uh, if you take on Wildfire, talk to me about how much you're looking forward to this match tomorrow night. Uh, you know how much I love making history, so I'm definitely looking forward to being Wildfire in the ring tomorrow. I don't believe we've actually had a really good match in quite a while. So you might want to uh, put a little fire retardant on the mat. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's what I need, more fire retardant. I'll just keep the fire department hit, I guess. Since they're here tonight, I'll just tell them to stick around. We'll need them tomorrow. Uh, All right, Coobs. Well, don't want to tax you too much. I know you got to get some rest, but uh, we get to hear here in a second here from your hubby. Uh, is how and we get to hear from him in a second. But how is he handling this whole? Uh, I mean, Theo losing his cat Theo thing. Can you briefly talk about that, or is you just want him to talk for himself here? Well, he he's definitely going to talk for himself, but. Watching him at home going a little cuckoo bananas is not the funnest thing, in my opinion. He's definitely uh, attached to felines. Well, that's obvious. It's obvious that he he likes the felines. Uh, So, all right. Well, Coogs, we're going to take a listen to what your hubby had to say. He recorded recorded his words via vocaroo.com which any of you listening, if you ever want to get your words heard, get your uh, thoughts heard on RAWF After Hours or on pay-per-view, uh, you just go to vocaroo.com and record said message. But let's hear uh, what Nightcrawler had to say about the situation with his cat, Theo. The last few weeks in RAWF have been the absolute worst fucking few weeks in my whole goddamn career someone or some people have taken the only thing that really matters to me more than anything else away from me and that is my cat Theo we were having a nice day a nice picnic in the park in some city that I've since long forgotten 
the name of twins cougar theo and i we were all you know doing the family thing because we don't have much time together uh with our schedules and then two jackasses in a rental car not even a fucking expensive rental car you know the kind of rental car that they lend out to kids in their early 20s because they don't want to lend the good cars out to them one of those kind of cars they for some unknown reason, they take my cat, Theo. It has put me in a bad fucking mood. I kid you not. I am really getting sick and fucking tired of the constant social media messages, the constant text messages, the people coming up to me, my fans coming up to me while I'm sitting in a restaurant trying to eat my dinner, asking me, have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? Yeah, I've heard. I've gotten some letters, but they're cryptic at best. They still ask me. I mean, are you not watching fucking TV, people? It's all there. Quit fucking bothering me while I'm trying to eat my dinner. I am so goddamn tired of being nice. I am tired of being the showman. I am tired of being the frontman. I am just tired of it all. If one thing about my cat being taken away from me has done is actually opened my eyes to the reality of this fucking world. Nobody is nice. Nobody's looking for anybody else. Everybody's looking out for themselves and that's it. So from here on in, if you're not a part of anarchy or you're not actually a close friend of mine, fuck you. I have no use for you. As far as I'm concerned, every single one of you is a a suspect in taking my cat. Why you would take it, I have no idea. Fuck, I don't care anymore. I just want my goddamn cat back. And tomorrow night, we have two opponents. Chaz and I have two opponents in a tag match. We win that tag match, we get Theo back. We don't win that tag match, I have to pay, fuck, what was it, 10 million coins or something like that to get my cat back? So what? 10 million coins? Fucking petty cash. I keep that shit in my top dresser drawer. I don't even think about it. So that's where I'm at, people. I'm just so freaking done with everything. I'm done with being nice. Nightcrawler's done. From now on in, you get the asshole. As for you punks tomorrow night that we're facing, Chaz and I are facing in a tag match, put your affairs in order, whoever you are, because you're never going to be the same afterwards. See you later, punks. And we do not know who will be facing Nightcrawler uh, and, and, and Hotshot Chaz tomorrow. We do not know who took the cat Theo, but uh, just from the sounds of what your hubby said, Coos, it doesn't sound like they're in for a good night. No, but I would sure enjoy it. You kind of got me a little happy there for a second, turning all bad and evil. <laughs> oh, damn. Mm. She likes the bad boys. <laughs> she likes the what? Bad boys. Bad, <laughs> bad boys. Oh, no. Anyway. Hey, okay. All right. Thank you, Coogs, and good luck. Yeah, but I was trying to take a drink, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Good luck to you against wildfire tomorrow night, Cubes. We'll, we will, uh, we'll, it should be a hell of a match. Two redheads going at it for the coveted estrogen championship. You All said right. that wrong. What I it's say? It's not two redheads. It's not two redheads. It's two hot redheads. She has point. I I stand corrected. Two hot redheads. Smoking hot, Smoking hot redheads. Um, going at it for the estrogen championship tomorrow at Radiversity. Can it get any better than that? I don't think so. All right. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, she is the reigning Midnight Hobo Champion. She's got two big matches tomorrow at Radiversary. She is... Gentlemen, Black Irish's own Maeve O'Hara now joining us. Maeve, good evening. Good evening, Wilson. Good evening, Bacon. Don't you look oh, fe- don't you look fetching in your tux? All right. Thank you. Look, it was very nice. It was, it was lovely to do it. Um, look at that gown. Wow. It, it, the ladies it's almost like you made that so you could sit on his lap. It, it, that gown. You picked that out to sit specifically sit on Elegan's lap tonight? I don't like a little sparkle now and then. Oh. At any rate. Ah, so, maybe. So, I have to ask you, boss. No, before we get started, I want to ask you a question, boss man. Okay. Were it weird for you to say that you thought your ex sister in law were smoking hot? I mean, not really. I mean, she is smoking hot. Okay. I'm, no. just, I'm just asking. No. Um, also, how come no one's making a big deal about the fact that me versus Hobo is two redheads? She has points. I can't argue her point. I mean, I mean, I mean that's that that that's very true. Uh, you're you're both redheads. I definitely would. I mean, Hobo's definitely looking better thanks to your good friend Liam O'Shaughnessy. But I wouldn't call him smoking hot, no matter how he looked, just because. Well, I, I mean, don't. I mean, I, I, would, I wouldn't either. He don't. He don't tick down my boxes. Um, but though he does smell a lot better these days, so I'm very grateful to Liam for that. That's going to make the match a lot less odious. I mean, this is true. Uh, and you know that it will be a little more pleasant for you, no doubt. But let's talk about first of all. I mean, Radiversary, Midnight Hobo Championship, Hobo Ezekiel going into the Hall of Fame. 
want would like to cap the cap the weekend off with a some champ another belt around his waist. What is your what What do you got to do to avoid that happening? I I, I got to win the match, boss man. You know you can ex- people can expound when I ask questions that seem simple. I'm just 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 but you know you can expound on that. Obviously, you've got to win the match. I, 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 you... I can ask what? You you want to pound in? I mean, I don't think I have the words you know, to explain what it did to me soul. <laughs> you still have that damn thing. I, I, don't, I didn't do that, but... You didn't do that. Well, they uh, can do it because I would have known if he'd moved. True. She does have a good sense of my whereabouts right now. Fine. Speaking of, keep your hands above the hem. Fine. I tell you what, we've we've talked at length about your big matches. We know what you know what what's on the line against Hobo. We know what's on the line against Beast, and how many times you three you you two have fought. You three. I, I'm just. Mm. Uh, this will be my third time going after Hatfield. Uh, yep. But this is like the fifth or sixth time we've met at pay per view. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Last- Eight months. Yeah, so you, the match versus you and Beast, it should be a good one for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship. Uh, so let's talk, let's not talk about you for that now. Let's let's move on to other members of Black Iron, specifically Liam O'Shaughnessy. This whole vending machine of pain idea. Apparently, he's brought this over from one of the indie companies. Is this correct? This is not a first time concept for him. No, this is uh, something that he's developed uh, over at NMW. Um, I've actually seen some of the footage from the matches where he's done it there, and it's messy. Let's go with messy. Messy is a good word. Uh, I th- I, I'm looking forward to it. I, uh, I I donated a few objects myself to to put in the vending machine. Uh, he's been collecting things backstage for the last few weeks. Um, I'm not even entirely sure what all he's put in there. Uh, you said you've got the list, so you've seen what he's got planned for this. Um, I'm going to be amazed if either one of them walks out into their own power, no matter who wins the match. Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to get brutal. These two have been have been jawing at each other for several months now. Uh, it, it all comes to a head tomorrow at that in the vending machine of pain uh, match. Just, it, yeah, it's going to be going to be brutal. Uh, let's talk about now the ambulance match with your Marcus Conan. Uh, taking on the unsettled Chris Cage and, of course, looking for some revenge for Iceman King Parsons, who right now is still in, is still hospitalized due to the actions of Chris Cage. And we do not know if he will, if ever, return to the ring. Talk to me about Marcus's, Marcus Conan's, uh, what's his state of mind right now going into a match with a, a guy who... who you know, it's, it's very dangerous. In Chris Who doesn't Cage. have a state of mind? Yes. Is that what you exactly. want to <laughs> um, Marcus is, is serious. He's determined. Uh, but he's, he's not letting his temper get the best of him. And I think that's going to give him the advantage. Because, I mean, Chris Cage is a hell of a competitor. We've seen what he can do against several big names in this company. Oh, he's not someone to underrate, and especially not in a match of this nature. Uh, but I think Marcus 
being clear-headed, being calm going into this match. He wants revenge for IKP, of course, uh, but he's not going to let that get away from him. And I think that's going to give him the advantage over someone like Chris Cage, who tends to let his temper get out of hand awful quick. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Should be a very interesting match, to say the least. So, Maeve, in the in the overall eight years of R.A.W.F., you've been around for about two now. Is it two? We going on two? Uh, uh, we're, we're past two. I uh, debuted at – no, we're, we're going on two because I, I remember my first pay-per-view were uh, Tropical Aggression. Ah, okay. So but, we're about uh, two months – Two months short of uh, two years for you here in R.A.W.F. Something, but you've something like that. But you, I, you I were watching for a while before that. But you've managed to make quite the impact in the in those uh, let's see, twenty-four plus no, twelve plus ten, twenty-two months. About twenty-two months. Uh, you made one hell of an impact. I mean, trying to do trying to do math. Stop him. We're gonna get hurt. But at any I'm, rate, I'm sorry, Paul. <laughs> it's all right. You, you, you've done quite well for yourself. Right now, a record for ladies holding the Midnight Hobo Championship. Uh, nice long reign there. Hatfield and McCoy uh, Championship is certainly a good one as well. And, of course, uh, main evented several pay-per-views for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, quite the Got impact. Got the machine three times in four months, I think you mean. <laughs> But so tell me, what has been your favorite memory uh, in R.A.W.F. over the last couple of years? My favorite memory since I've been on your roster, oh, it's hard to say. There's been a lot of fantastic things. Um, I wouldn't say I have one particular favorite memory, but I would say that I'm very grateful because if I hadn't come into R.A.W.F., I wouldn't be the wrestler I am today. Um started out in the Indies. I've been wrestling for Midas since I were a child. Uh, but R.A.W.S. is hands down the, the most competitive, the, the biggest group of talent I've ever been part of. Um, and as, as more Corker said earlier, you, you do a hell of a job running it. Uh, I'm honestly surprised that you've cut back on your Excedrin as much as you have because I know we all give you a headache. I, I, I sure set out to do that every week, but I do it out of love. So... Uh, I'd say the, the real favorite memory in RDWF, to, to coin a phrase from the Yanks, is the friends we made along the way. No. All right. Well, that's sweet. And uh, Maeve, good luck to you tomorrow in both your title matches, and we will see you here again tomorrow night when you induct Lady Vex into the RAWF Hall of Fame. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm not nervous about that at all. I, uh, hold I think, on. I think... I think I think my hands have stopped shaking for now. We'll see how I'm doing tomorrow night. All right. Thank you, Maeve, very much. Uh, Thank you, I'm going to bring, bring back Mr. R.A.W.F. here a second. Judgment, the icon, uh, still playing with his second ring. Are you there, Judge? Judge? He may... Okay, he may have stepped away, so maybe we'll get to him in just a little bit. Let's now bring on another R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hold on, let me find him. His theme song needs to be renamed so that I can find it a lot easier. But 
Somebody remind me to do that. Let's bring on the one and only. R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame. He is the newest member of the W.U. Hall of Fame. He is the Redneck Avenger. R.A., are you there? Well, hey there, L.A. How you doing? Hola, senor. Hey, what's going on, L.A.? He's been trying to get your attention. Congratulations, R.A., on on the honor you received earlier this week. Yeah. Hello? I I think someone is talking to him. Give me one second. And the co-pilot says, "I your shirt." <laughs> okay, I just heard one from Texas Ranger. I said, uh, "There's a pilot having a bad day, and uh, he was driving. Uh, so he was flying a plane, looking down, and he says, what are all these buttons for?'" And the co-pilot says, "Your shirt." Anyway, that was terrible. Uh, I just want to say hey and thank you all so much. Uh, been a lot going on, and in life, and I just wanted to. Say hello and thank you all, and I uh, appreciate everyone showing up for the for the uh, Hall of Fame induction party that we're throwing. And uh, let's see, I am about to put in the celebration scene. So if anyone wants to come over and party with the redneck, come on down. It'll be a lot of fun. I uh, see. I I plan on coming down and having a few beers with you down there here soon. So, but. Yes, congratulations, R.A. Uh, du- duly, duly uh, earned you getting into the W.U. Hall of Fame. So, that being said, R.A.W.F. eight years old now. Uh, you've been I, been around, I do believe, since pretty close to day one as well, uh, along with most of the Probably other renegades. And so, talk to me about how talk to me about your favorite memories from the last eight years in R.A.W.F. Oh, from the Last eight years, well, that's a lot of, a lot of time to go over. I think one of the funniest times was whenever uh, Santa Claus jumped me in the in the uh, locker room. Uh, I'm sorry, in the parking lot. That was that was an interesting time. He's just uh, word to the wise: if you see a SC on the on the harness of the deer, don't shoot it. Um, I still haven't shot shot one since then. Uh, but uh, that and uh, one a few times, and I think a lot of time just. Uh, on the show, just having fun and interacting with everybody. Oh, good, good. All right, and it's been fun having oh, you. By, uh, by the way, yes. By the way, and uh, in, in that in that um, in that uh, party scene, mm-hmm. uh, somebody clicked on some footage from I think it was ES headquarters. You might want to give that a look. 
It's quite fair. All right. But anyway. I, 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 I'll do that when I, once I get back, once I get down there after the show. Absolutely. All right. Well, well, R.A., uh, in the top 25 as, as of tonight, uh, looking to finish strong, I'm sure, here for this rankings period. Should we uh, spin the wheel and find out who you get to face at tomorrow's anniversary pay-per-view? Let's do it. All right. Let's spin the wheel here and find out who Redneck Avengers You will be taking on Buckshot. Buckshot will be your opponent tomorrow at Radiversary. Yeah, you familiar with pretty familiar with Buckshot, are you? Oh the yeah, person, we crossed paths. Not the actual, years. not the actual, you know. <laughs> well, both, yeah. <laughs> I've spent plenty of Buckshot downrange. <laughs> but that yeah, will be your opponent tomorrow. Be but yeah. Absolutely. It should be a good match. Good match for you, uh, Redneck Avenger versus Buckshot. Anything else you'd like to share with us uh, before we move on? Well, no. well uh, Hank wanted me to give you all his regards as well as some of the others. I, I just gave him a week off. It's Memorial Day weekend. And, uh, by the way, just for everyone, uh, Memorial Day, uh, Veterans Day is for the veterans. But Memorial Day is the ones who didn't get to come home. So, uh, Hoist a, hoist a cold one, and uh, don't forget why. That's okay. Absolutely. Never forget, ladies and gentlemen. Never forget. Happy Memorial Day to everyone. Happy Memorial Day. And we will never forget those who have lost their lives in defense of America. Thank you, R.A. Oh, Red, thank you. All right, next up, he is the atheist wall, Chris Sharpenstein, joining us. Still don't have any music for you there, uh, Sharpenstein. You still haven't brought sent us anything, uh, so you, you get to come on. That's why I did send you something on your private mailbox. Uh, well, you something. well, then you'll have to send it again because it's probably lost in lost in the mail right now. So try sending no, it yeah, one more time. So, yes, let me to, tomorrow at Radiversary, you've got two scheduled matches. Uh, one against Marcus Caliber in the in in the the what is it the House of Fun match? No, Pandora's Box of Fun. Yes, yes, against Mark Caliber. Now, both he is one of the most unpredictable people we've ever had here in RAWF, and that is oh, definitely. A very unpredictable match. Uh, how mm-hmm. do you plan on handling Marcus Caliber? Well, the same way I did to his brother Alex. Pretty much, I put him through it. Put him through hell. Pretty much injure him throughout the match. And yeah. you know me, destruction, destruction, destruction. <clears throat> sure. All right. Kind of a, That's pretty simple. You also now taking on his mentor, a uh, demented fallen angel, in a special challenge match. Uh, what 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 made you want to accept that match along with the match against Marcus Caliber? Well, it all started with that possessed demon turning me into drag queen Ryan, stuffing me in that little miniature jack in the box. I have never been traumatized in my entire life. 
I, I will get her back to this. <laughs> she put me in a miniature jack in the box. You looked, I have to say, you didn't look too bad as a ballerina. I'm just saying. It was, it was kind of funny. Just it was a humorous moment. It just but I, I suppose that's going to be motivation for you tomorrow when you take on DFA. Oh yes. Well, all right. Anything you have to say to to either of them? Uh, I know DFA is out in the chat, and Mark and Mark Calvert's <laughs> never far from her. So. Oh, of course. He's never too far. Like, no. oh yeah, be prepared to put your. Okay, be prepared to bring your A game tomorrow, because this motherfucker isn't come falling down that easily. I may dress like a drag queen ballerina, putting the jack in the box, but. I will see you on the other side, though. And I would never expect anything less than perfection from both. Good luck, you two. You're going to need it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Chris Sharpenstein. Good luck to you tomorrow in both your matches. Should be interesting to watch. <laughs> Uh, well, L vacant. Uh, I tell you what, you thought tonight was busy. Tomorrow's going to be even even busier, as we will induct three more people into the RAWF Hall of Fame: uh, Hobo Ezekiel, Claymore, and Lady Vex. They will all be inducted tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Um, so. With that being said, are, are, did you rent that tuxedo or did you buy it? Well, no, it's mine. They don't rent tuxedos to people my size. You, you have to get them made. Ah, I got you. I got you because yeah, I would, I, I would think you'd have to. It's kind of hard to rent one that size. I mean, that's what she yeah. said. Hmm. All right, I want to bring back Mr. R.E.W.F. I believe he's here now. Judgment, are you there? L.A. 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 Judge, 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 judge. What, what, yeah, what, yeah. what, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? What? Guess what? What? I'm, I'm, I'm been drinking, and my mic's working now. You've been drinking. What have you been drinking? Squatch. Oh no. Did they? Did they? Did they? Did Did Griffin Mordrin get you drunk? They got me squatch. Okay, great. Oh, squashman. This ought to be fun then. What you want to? Would you like to spin the wheel to find out who you face tomorrow at Radiversary? Yeah, but I want to say I hope Coogs gets to feeling better because she has a little throat in her frog. Okay, let's spin the wheel and find out who you face tomorrow. Well, let's spin it while we spin. Ah. Why does it always sound like 
Hanukkah Casino. <laughs> I know. Tomorrow no at Radiversary, tomorrow at Radiversary, you take on Uber Vegan TPO. Uber, he's hot. He's white? He's hot. Oh, let me say it differently. He's hot. Hot. Ah. Is he a redhead? He's not a redhead, but he got, he got some... He, it, it, I didn't find out. Oh, he's hot. Mmm. Some squatch. Okay. Well... So I'm going to ask, I got a question for you. Okay. Look at this here. I got... I got, I got I got two rings. Griff got two got, rings. Yes. What is it? Which is seven rings shy of being the same as Tom Brady? <laughs> and where's the question? Huh? You said you had a question. Yes. You didn't make a question. question. Didn't. Yes, my question, my question is is. I forgot my question. All right. Well, I, I just, please, just, right. you didn't ask a question, but I've got an answer for you. And actually, it's not an answer for oh, you. Yeah. It's, an, it's an answer for Killer Neptune. You know, your new, killer, your new, okay, your new buddy. Your new buddy. My new buddy, yes. Killer Neptune. Yes, He's in training buddy, right killer now. Neptune. He's very, very I need yeah. you to send a message to Killer Neptune. Okay, I'll get a message to Killer Neptune. Tell him... He's been a very champion. impressive, very wonderful Champions Choice champion until and tomorrow champion. when I beat him for that title. Now, hold on. You do know what the rules were for Judgment Rules and Judgment Rules was, right? We gave you the rules? Yeah. You've already – that contract's already been signed. I already know what the rules are, and I'm going to be the and one. Contract I'm going to be the one to take that title be one. until a Neptune. Uh, Kellen Epstein says, Thank you, Judge. I, I appreciate it. Now, now you go, you go have more, have fun with your buddies, get more drunk. We'll talk to you later. Squatch. Yes, have some more squash. This is a gentleman's drink, squash. All right, thank you, Judge. You're welcome, Mama Dad. Wow. I, 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 okay. Hopefully, let's see. Our, our next call. Oh, yes. I have a. I got a response. You got a response. I sent a message. I sent a text. Yes. He said uh-huh. blah 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 blah. So he's underwater, and that's yeah. all he can say right now. Wouldn't that be? He's blah, underwater. Blah blah. blah. Just a okay. blah, 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 blah. I'm going back to the okay. squash now. Right. I mean, not Thanks. not to put too fine a point on it, but he had some real interesting things to say in the match I'm in against him. Thank you. Hi, little one, red, red person. Hi. Hi there, Judgy. She's hot, too. Well, thank <clears> you. She's smoking hot. All right. Now that the show has officially gone off the rails, let's bring on the Lord of Pain, Mike Denunzio. Denun- Lord of Pain, are you there? I'm here. 
All right. Lord of Pain, tomorrow you compete in the very first ever in RAWF vending machine of pain match. Uh, The rules are very interesting how you have to get your weapons out of this vending machine. Uh, But talk to me about wanting to finally settle this with Liam O'Shaughnessy. Since the very moment I arrived back in RAWF, O'Shaughnessy and I have been taught. First, it was verbal barbs between Michael's faction and his, and it grew to the classic Irish strap match, war games, etc., the violence continuing to mount each time, but neither of us feeling quenched in the moment. Tomorrow, even though this matches of O'Shaughnessy's design, I feel whoever comes out on top feels quenched of their need to destroy the other, and the other will be destroyed. What a fitting way to end. All right. Well, it it should definitely be an interesting matchup tomorrow. You and Liam hopefully will settle this in the most one of the most unorthodox matches I've ever seen. Any final words for Liam? Liam, I know you think you're ready. This is not my actual body. I just possess it. It doesn't matter if I destroy this body while I destroy you. I can get another one. The same thing. Tomorrow, you have to understand, I will do what is necessary to end you. Even if it costs me this vessel, I have found many others that are willing and may soon be able to move on from this wretched vessel and the annoyances of Michael's continuously trying to push me out. But O'Shaughnessy understand that he also feels the bloodlust when it comes to fighting you. And he may allow me to do the things in that match to end you. Bring all the fun weapons you want bother me not. The pain bothers me not. Destruction bothers me not. Tomorrow night, it all ends. Should be very interesting. The first ever vending machine of pain match. The Lord of Pain, Denunzio, taking on Liam O'Shaughnessy. Thank you, Lord of Pain. Good luck to you tomorrow night. Thank you. All right. All right, folks, we're going to wrap this up real quick with our promotion segment of the show. I'll go around the horn and ask if ever there's anything anyone wants to promote that's still on air with us. I will start with the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, anything you would like to promote tonight? Uh, nothing particularly, just... Uh... Okay. Uh, interesting. <laughs> what is what is that? 
I... Nothing particularly. Just tune into the show next week or tomorrow. Uh, we've got three more Hall of Famers. It's going to be a top-notch show. It's going to be really a, a proud moment as a member of the roster to watch these people go into the Hall of Fame. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Um, R.A., if you're done playing the piano, is there anything you'd like to promote now? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I'd like to congratulate all the Hall of Famers. They're all well-deserved. And uh, I'm going to invite everybody. I'm going to put this link in the scene. They want to come by to the party from the W Hall of Fame. So uh, it's been a great weekend, and uh, looking forward to putting the gloves to bookshot. This is going to be a lot of fun. All right. Thank you, R.A. Uh, Mr. Sharpestine, is there anything you would like to uh, promote tonight? Well, first, congratulations to all the Hall of Fame inductees, Apex included. And secondly, there will be a couple of graves dug up for tomorrow. Oh, and one more thing. The Desert Wrestling Properties are hiring. Message me privately if you have an open company slot. Thank you all. All right. Thank you, Mr. Sharpestein. Coogs, anything you'd like to promote tonight? I'd like to promote my favorite things, R-A-W-F. Okay. The Hall of Fame. All the Hall of Fame shows. Everybody definitely earned their rings. And the fact that no matter how often you leave, you are always welcomed back. Thank you, Coops. And that is very true. Uh for a lot for a lot of people. Thank you, Coops, very much. And uh rest that voice. Hopefully you you'll get to sounding better and, and feeling better before your match tomorrow night. All right. Uh, Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, yeah, um, I understand that. Uh, what? What's the real name of this place? You keep calling it Fubar City, but that's not what it says on the map. It's Cleveland. Cle- Cleveland, Cleveland, right, right. Um, I'd like to promote the uh, restaurants here in Cleveland. Uh, apparently they're coming up in the world and have a lot of uh, big fancy chefs doing all sorts of fancy things, so I'd recommend everyone go out and get yourself a nice slice of pizza. Thank you, babe. Thank you. Ah, Elvaka, do you think you'd like to promote? Throat lozenges. I would like to promote throat lozenges. And maybe let the LA. All right. Thank you. Uh, and DFA, you don't need to spin the wheel. You have a match against Chris Sharpenstein, so you're oh, you don't need to spin the wheel. Uh, Judge, you did you want to come in here and promote anything? No. Good. Okay. And last sleeping but pills. not least, promoting sleeping pills. Last but not least, the immortal Griffith. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, R.A.W. fans across the universe. Do you want to see a spectacle of spectacles? Do you find yourself needing to watch 
the stars collide? Do you find yourself just needing to find some excitement through vicariously living through those better than you? Well, if that is the case, tune in tomorrow to Radiversary, where the gods and stars collide for greatness and glory. You may wish to be us, but at least you can watch us. All right, folks. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it will be R.A.W.F. Radiversary. All the matches we've talked about tonight will happen and three R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame inductions also go down tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The matches, of course, will go up earlier in the day, and then we will be live on air here at 7 Eastern. For El Vacant, I am Lord Amadeus. Happy birthday, R.A.W.F. We'll talk to you all tomorrow night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>